Diz Life Podcast is brought to you by Pinch of Pixie Dust Travel. People who love Disney understand that life isn't about the breaths you take, it's about the moments that take your breath away. That's why we help coordinate the most magical adventures for you and your family. Disney, Universal, Sandals, Norwegian, Carnival, and more, we are a full-service concierge travel agency that will help with every aspect of your journey. Let us take care of the details while you enjoy your family. Get a quote today by calling us at 570-832-7798 or fill out a trip request form at pinchapixiedusttravel.com. Just follow the second start of the right straight on to your adventure. That's pinchapixiedusttravel.com, where you're making memories one trip at a time. Stop walking while I'm squawking. Caramba, we have something really big for you today. And now, the show that has the whole town cooking. Welcome, foolish mortals. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the train and remain seated at all times. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. It's time for this Diz Life Podcast with your hosts, Mark Valentine and Dwayne Willie. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this Diz Life Podcast. I am the host of this Diz Life Podcast, Mark Valentine, and I want to thank you for living your best Disney life with us every single week. I am joined each and every week by my co-host, Dwayne Willie. Dwayne, a very merry unbirthday to you, my friend. <laughs> Thank you very much. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Doing yeah. great. Yeah. Well, how about that new intro? I, I love it. So cool. I, uh, <laughs> I love it so much. And I really appreciate Jeff doing that for yeah. us. So special thank you to Jeff Marshall for lending his vocal talents to this new introduction. Uh, it was time to retire that old musical intro. It's been with us since the beginning, uh, but we're very fortunate to have a good friend in Jeff that lent his vocal talents to the show. Uh, and it was time for a change, my friend. You know, all things come to an end. And uh, it was fun for me to play with that little musical intro in GarageBand. But the time came, needless to say, for us to put it to bed. So fond farewell to you, my fond friend. Fond do. <laughs> You know, it made it, it made it a year. It was nice. Yeah. Uh, the one criticism that oft I got from people was it was not very Disney. Uh, and it's <laughs> not, it was just me coming up with, with some musical stuff and putting some, some uh, cadences together and a beat to it. And it was just a fun little thing that I played with the, from the, the pilot on. Right. And it stuck around for, for a while. To the point of where then it became a part of the show and you loved it, but it was time to get rid of it. Well, so, I like the new. It's very cool. I do too. You know what I like? Mo I'll tell you, and I'll be completely honest. I think the thing I like most about the new one is this Diz Life podcast with Mark Valentine and Dwayne Willie. Well, I appreciate that. I, I love I love being a part of it. That's it's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> so happy summer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's official. hot weather. It's, it's here. Yeah, it's official. <laughs> so it's not just hot weather. It is officially summer. And we know what that means. It means pool time, sunbathing, ball games, and barbecues. So what are you looking forward to most, my friend, with, with summer approaching here? 
Well, for me, it's uh, pretty much exactly what you said. It's swimming pools, uh, barbecues, and softball. There you go. <laughs> that's what that's what the uh, that's what the Willies do in the summer. And you guys do travel ball all summer, right? We do. Yeah, yeah. We'll be traveling a lot this summer on the weekends. Any trips to Walt Disney World planned in this summer sweltering heat? Yeah, we'll be there in August. Uh, just for a little snippet, we're doing kind of a. A little quick trip in August, and then uh, we've got some coming up in the fall, but August would be the one in in the sweltering heat of Orlando. And you are also going to be visiting the park that shall not be named. Correct. As I like to joke with you (laughs) on on a regular basis and say, yeah, we don't don't talk about that park. That's right. It's a joke. I I have not gone to Universal because Bella just has never been ready for it. I joke about it. We don't truly have an aversion to Universal Studios. A lot of the friends of the show love Universal Studios, Piano Rob specifically. It's a great park. It's got its own vibe. It's got its own thing. We've just never gotten outside of the Disney bubble. So needless to say. It's fun. Um, We will be doing both in August. Uh, August, it's so funny. You and I are trying to coordinate a little something. Because you guys are leaving Orlando and we're coming in that same day. Right. We've got to coordinate this stuff better, man. <laughs> we do. We are. Yeah. Like that. That's as bad as it gets. Yeah. Well, we know for sure that we'll be there in February together. We will. Yes. And as a reminder, we have this Diz Life trip, which is planned in February. Contact Lori from Enchanting Escapes by Lori to book your room with us. We're going to be staying. Our home resort is going to be the Grandestino Tower, like we did for the the last group trip that we took. It wasn't a Diz Life trip. It was a For the Love of Disney World trip. But a few of us Diz Lifers kind of latched onto that, and we we formed our own little clique, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> this time, it is a This Diz Life trip, and it it's uh, February the 10th through the 15th. It's going to be a great time. It will be, and my birthday will be on that second day of the trip. I know. That's awesome. Versus this year where I got the COVID vaccine, <laughs> my entire birthday laid up with the the side effects of it. This year, I'll be in my happy place. So it's going to be a much better birthday this year. Much better. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be staying at Copper Creek, and then we're going to do something fun where we're going to be staying at the Polynesian. And this is in August. You guys leave. We come in. But mm-hmm. we're going to make our annual DVC stay. We're very much in love with the Wilderness Lodge. Every time we get are given the option of booking another DVC place, we have always looked at each other and said, we've, we just want to stay here. We love Copper Creek that much. We love yeah. the restaurants there. We love how close it is to the Magic Kingdom. We love the ambiance and the decor, the decor of the place. We like the fact that Copper Creek's villas are right in that main building. And uh, as we're going to get into it today, too, we love that pool. Yeah. So we're really excited. And then we had a a five-day stay that Disney owed to us that we are opting to take at the Polynesian. Originally, we had thought that we were going to take that at the Grand Floridian, but now we've had a few Grand Floridian stays this year. So we're going to switch that around, and we're actually going to spend five days at the Poly on the second half. So we're doing a split set stay. Some of it's DVC and then the other is on Disney's dime. So that's part of our mission, man, is we want to stay at every single Walt Disney world resort. So after this one, we're only going to have Caribbean Riviera 
Old Key West and Saratoga, and that's it. That's nice. And you're going to love Polly. It's so, I mean, it's so nice. Of course, you've been there. You've just never stayed there. We've never stayed. We frequent it all the time. Ohana is one of our favorite spots. We talked about in our Dining Gems episode, Linda talked about Kona as a perfect breakfast option. Yeah. Uh, We hit up the Dole Whips there constantly. We spend a lot of time just chilling at the resort, shopping at the the shops and whatnot. But it is going to be fun to to set up shop and and have home base be the poly for a few. Yeah. That'll be fun. Lori and I have actually been talking, uh, you know, we've been doing some research on DVC ourselves because we, we, uh, we know you and Linda like it. I love it. And, uh, you know, the poly is one of the places we, we talked about that might be a, a wonderful place to, to get yeah, if we could. Of, I've had a lot of calls for a DVC style episode. Yeah. To get a panel of DVC owners to talk about what they like about it. And what they would almost caution and beware people as they're starting to look for a DVC property themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get a group of experts together, a group of people that we can get together to uh, coherently put together a really nice summation for people that are contemplating buying DVC. Yeah, um, I think that'd be great. That would be something really fun that I'd like to do. So uh, this episode today, um, we're going to take some time with summer here. What better time to discuss the best ways to cool off at Walt Disney world during your stay in the summer months. So we're going to talk about some tips to keep you cool. If you're planning on traveling to Walt Disney world in the Orlando area this summer, but then the second half, the real fun part, uh, Dwayne is going to give you his list of top five Walt Disney world pools. I'm going to give you my list of top five Walt Disney world pool recommendations. And then we're going to help guide you, uh, into the summer months at Walt Disney World. So it's a, a cool episode and a way to stay cool over in Orlando. Uh, quick reminder before we get into the nitty gritty, uh, don't forget to check out all of our old podcast podcast episodes over at www.thisdislifepodcast.com. While you're there, uh, you can click leave a rating and then that will send you over to Apple. Uh, try to hook us up with a five-star rating and a review. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that every week when we release a new episode that it pushes to whatever your smart device is. And, you know, we are just so lucky to have amazing fans. I've had a lot of interaction with various fans this week, thanking us for what, you know, we do here and telling us how much they love listening to this podcast during their commute. So thank you for that. And when you give us those ratings and you download us, it does push us up on the algorithm for all those directories that it does make that suggestion when people want to listen to Disney stuff, it puts us in the mix. I don't think that we're the best podcast out there. We're having a lot of fun, but it would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice to be considered. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And if you're a fan of the show and you want to support us, please consider becoming one of our Patreon members. You can go to HTTP, patreon.com, backslash, this is life. And if you are one of our Patreons, they constantly get behind-the-scenes content, uh, early access to episodes. We give them live shout-outs in our shows and live streams. We hold a monthly Ask Me Anything. I just started doing some coffee chats in the morning. We have some digital downloads. And then you get a T-shirt from Magic Monday Lane if one of you're one of our Platinum Patreon members. So really cool. And we very, appreciate very cool. love our Patreons. We do. Yeah. Special thanks to those Patreons that are with us on, on that platinum level. Sarah Thurgood, Katie Blomberg, Allison Crouch, Derek Collier, 
and of course Andy Johnson. We love you guys. Thank you for your support. Thanks for Thank being you so much. So, all right, dude, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's all get right. cool. <laughs> all right, I'm I'm pulling out my mission cooling towel as as we speak. Let's do it. <laughs> so first off, let's talk summer in Florida. Hot. I I always laugh. There's some people that let's face it on social media they lose their minds because <laughs> there's always weather posts. Yeah, and I feel so bad because I can empathize with people who've never traveled in a in a time of year. If it's your first trip to Florida in the summer, people get very scared. So you'll see them wade into various Disney groups and they'll always ask, hey, how is Disney in the summer? And then people are very snarky and unkind when they can just be helpful and say, hey, listen, it is very hot. Let me give you some tips. People say the nastiest stuff. They do. Not in our group. Not in our group. We keep it really filled with pixie dust and rainbows and sunshine over at This Diz Life. But if you have never been to Walt Disney World in the summer, cautious. It is very hot. It is very humid. I do want to point out, locals, especially Silver Pass holders, are Silver Pass holders for a reason because they opt to just avoid the parks altogether in the summer months. And they're Floridians. Mm -hmm. If anyone is the most prepared to handle the heat and the humidity, it would be them. So a lot of locals avoid the parks just because the heat and humidity is just way, way, way too much for them to want to go to the parks themselves. Especially with the crowds on top of that. Correct. Because, I mean, let's be honest, schools are out. So it's the easiest time for a lot of families to go. So the parks are full. You know, the parks are full. It's 98 degrees outside with 100% humidity. Now, last summer was a once in a lifetime thing. The park, I mean, uh, of course, because of COVID, the parks were just reopening. Lori and I talked about this. The first podcast talked specifically about how there was no one in the park. It was really weird. But generally, in the summertime, parks are packed with international travelers and with families from all over the United States that they are taking this opportunity now that school isn't out to travel without having to worry about the kids being out of school. My wife as a teacher, we always go in the summertime so that she can coordinate with, with work and she doesn't have to worry about how long that we're there. So if you are there, you're generally fighting, generally fighting larger crowds and it gets very hot and it can get very overwhelming. Uh, Seven times out of 10, I do hear from people that the experience was not a good one because they approached Disney during the summertime, much like they would on those off-peak times of the year. Mm-hmm. And they were very disappointed with the experience because they did not have that X factor calculated in, which is the heat and the humidity. Let yeah. me just say, and Dwayne, you can you can concur with this. Those two elements can ruin a day and they can ruin a vacation if you're not careful. So this episode is really dedicated to people to say, listen, let us help you. Uh, I am the master of traveling in August. Our family only exclusively used to travel to and from in July and August. It was the only time I knew Disney. So I am the perennial summer traveler. I have this down pat. So I would love to pass on that knowledge, which I've gleaned over the course of the years. And I know that you have also frequented Disney in the summertime or Orlando in the summertime. 
not only with your uh, your sports teams that you guys would go when you would play, but also family trips. Oh yeah, yeah. We we have gone probably in my life. It just depended. We we would go April, May, June. I've been in July. I actually my birthday's in July, and I have been in Disney World on my birthday, which is really cool. Yeah, even though it was very very hot. Um. Again, we're going we're going this year in August. Uh, I I actually, if you ask me when, I prefer more the you know the fall, uh, late fall, or even you know like we we both really enjoy February as well. Yes. Um, just the temperatures are are different, but in the summertime, it's still wonderful. But you have to know how to handle it. You have to be smart. You have to be. You have to plan it. You have to know what you're going to do, how you're going to take care of your body, because as much as you want to do these things, as much as you want to enjoy yourself, you can only do as much as your body will endure. So you have to take care of your body. And if you overdo it, and I I fell victim to this one time where I, I overdid it and I went way too hard on the first two, three days of a 10 day stay. Mm hmm. I was shot by the fifth day of the trip that the sixth day we almost took, we took a day off because we were so, all of us were so spent Mm -hmm. that we had overdone it in heat. So again, you can, you can really take, uh, you can take time away if you're not careful that you, you know, you're thinking like, Oh, I want to optimize every minute, squeeze everything I can into this. And then, cause you go too hard. You're going to cost yourself time in the back end because you guys can't, you just can't move. Right. You just can't move. Yeah. So, uh, agreed. Some general tips. And, uh, Dwayne and I are just going to give you some tips that are personal experiences that it's not rocket science. It's just these are things that we have found work to help manage that time in parks differently in the summertime. My biggest one, which you've heard Dwayne and I talk about constantly, this is a personality thing for Dwayne and I. But it's imperative to get to the parks early. Dwayne and I joke about this. We laugh. We drive our wives and our children crazy that we're up at like five o'clock in the morning. We've got coffee in our systems by six and we're like out the door by 630 to be in the park by seven. I know that that drives some people crazy, but in the summer months, that is the way to do it because the heat has not gotten bad. And if you're getting an extra magic hour in, you can get a lot done in that first hour and you're not fighting any heat or humidity. Generally the sun hasn't risen to its, its full potential yet. And it's not as bad as it can get later in the day. We generally will get to the parks very early, bang out a lot of stuff. We'll get a lot of things done even before 10 AM. And that is probably the biggest tip I can give you in terms of, the best way to maximize your time and do it so that you're not brutalizing your body with the heat in the summer. Yeah. It's get there early. Absolutely. Get there early. You can do so many things early in the morning. Um, Get on some of the rides that are harder to get on. Typically, you know, get a few of those rides in. Um, And of course we're going to talk about this, but hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Uh, it's so important to drink lots of water. 
Um, you can bring bottles of water into the park with you. Uh, you can buy bottles of water. You can get water, just free cups of water at most, yeah. uh, most, uh, of your quick service stands. You can just ask for a cup of ice water. They'll give you that because Disney wants you to stay hydrated. Um, that's super important. And then, you know, I know you've got some specific locations you want to share with people, but also getting in from outside the heat, finding a place to cool your body temperature down and, and get cooled off. And there's lots of good places in all the parks. I just want to reiterate something that you just said and repeat it because it bears repeating. Any location that has a fountain soda will have a water tap. The water is free. They will give you as much water as you want. Make sure that you're taking advantage of that. M many quick service locations, if they serve you a fountain drink, they will have water. So one of the great tips is you don't have to buy those $4 bottles of water. Right. There's so many people that will forego hydration and they'll say, no, I'm not paying $4 for water. And I understand that. Another great tip is, guys, Amazon will deliver a case of water to your room. Garden Grocer. There are so many online water places. We bring like six to eight waters to the parks with us so that at any given time, each one of us has one or two waters on top of the other stuff that we can get. Mm -hmm. Dwayne, so right. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Yeah, it's it's vital, really, for a lot of reasons. Um, you're doing so much walking. You're you're sweating. It's hot. Uh, you need to get those fluids in you. You need to keep your body hydrated. Yep. And uh, I mean, I, I tell people even going in the summer months, I would suggest hydrating before you get there. Yeah, we, uh, we bottle of water in the morning. Yeah, I mean, and and even even like the week before you go, if you're not a big water drinker, start drinking water that week before you go to start getting your body hydrated because uh hydration is going to be so important in that heat. Yes. It really is. It's vital. And listen, move move slowly. Move slowly, hydrate. It's the one time of the year that I'm not running from ride to ride, that I'm taking my time and I'm taking a lot of breaks. And yeah. comically, I'm taking a lot of bathroom breaks because <laughs> if I'm sure. hydrating really well, I'm going to the bathroom every 45 minutes every half hour. Because I have so much water in my in my body, right? And that'll be fun because it'll give you a chance to try out the Rapunzel bathrooms, or the cool <laughs> bathrooms over in Epcot at Norway. It'll give you a chance to do the bathroom tour. There you go of the summer. So good stuff. Like, yeah, heat exhaustion's real, man. It's it real. Is. I've seen numerous guests being helped by medical personnel, especially in Epcot, where people are overdoing Epcot with drinking. Mm -hmm. around the world in heat yeah or epcot has been traditionally brutal that there was not a lot of shade in epcot and yeah, so it's, it's so open people overheat quickly yeah and, and and uh like i said there's so many places that you need to kind of you, you need to plan out your day a little bit people yeah. are like oh i just want to go and just whatever hits me that's what i want to do and that's fine i get yeah. that but in the heat of the summer have a plan no at least have an idea where you're going and know what places you can duck into i know like mark uh yeah so was let's, saying you yeah, know talk about some attractions yeah so let's do hot, that hot tips 
Again, this isn't rocket science. People talk about this constantly on social media. People joke about, oh, that's my favorite AC break. But there is no shame in saying, hey, listen, I'm going to these attractions because they are an amazing 20 or 30 minute break in the air condition to lower my core temperature and really just give your body a rest from the heat and from the humidity. Um, Let's so you want to do this as like favorites. So my number one is Carousel of Progress. You get, you know, you're getting a really good rotation, pun intended, of AC that you're getting four different scenes that you're going to be soaking up the air condition. And dad usually was taking a nap in the carousel of progress. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I have been known to sleep in there as well. Um, I'll say probably one that I really like to do. And we've talked about this as well as the country bear jamboree. There you go. I like to go in there, sit down and just cool off, laugh a little bit, sing a little bit. Just kind of take it easy. Is always our rescue from one of those mid-afternoon thunderstorms. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Another like, perfect thing to do. I feel like we're ducking into Country Bear with the ponchos on or soaked. <laughs> and we're sitting in Country Bears. And then the air condition is so strong that you're freezing because you're wet. From right. The, from the rain. Yeah. Uh, Hall of Presidents, although it's not running right now, is the best nap that you can take <laughs> in the world. The controversial... Hall of Presidents. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Everyone loves to take a nap in it. Right. Everyone does. Good air conditioning. It's great air conditioning. It gives yeah. air conditioning. It does. There's uh, there's so, so many more. Um, also, uh, Mickey's Magic is a great one. I forgot that one. Yeah. I love Mickey's Magic. You can go in there, sit down, watch Donald Duck, you know, bust through the screen and laugh and again cool off Uh, that's a perfect stop it's in a good location kind of central there right behind the castle right by the carousel so uh it's a nice place to stop and cool off or like you said even with country bears get out from the rain too which also happens in the summertime people say oh is it gonna rain a lot it's gonna rain pretty much every day but it's only gonna rain for about 30 minutes so (laughs) and the sky is going to open like Oh yeah, world! You're gonna, you're gonna think that Noah's gonna row by you, <laughs> right? <laughs> you're looking for the animals coming hey, through two by two, right? You see any unicorns? <laughs> I lost. <them. laughs> yeah, so it's gonna do that. So you ha- you know duck into Mickey's Philhar Magic. That's a good one too. Or or my personal favorite, the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. That's right, the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Take your shot at being that guy on the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, which is a very fun attraction. Although I do think that there can be uh, some changes to it. Let's just say we don't want to open Pandora's box again. We do don't. We don't. Separate episode. I've already gotten it from from the peoples about that. There's a there's so many good ones. I'll, oh, real fast. I'll hit a couple in Magic Kingdom. We'll jump parks. There's one that the signs right over your shoulder. The Enchanted Tiki Room. You can cool off. Uh, I'll tell you one. Maybe is not exactly the same as the others we've mentioned but that I have used to cool off before go to Dumbo and then go in there and sit down for, if you have kids, especially let's say you have little ones go into the Dumbo area and let them run and play on the playground while you're waiting to ride Dumbo and just sit down and have a bottle of water and cool off. There you go. And believe it or not, the, the shop right there, the big top circus, uh, it's the doors are open all the time, but that, that rooms, that, 
stays nice and cool. Well, dude, the perfect tip is for people who don't want to maybe sit for 20 or 30 minutes, your pro tip is even spending time in a shop can help you cool off. A lot of the entryways to the shop have those high uh, those high pressure air ducts. Yep, the blowers, yep. The blowers are, are right there. Just mm-hmm. standing below that blower for like two to three minutes at a time can give you that just break that you need to kind of keep you moving. So just duck in. What we always do, we don't shop, but we duck in and out of the shops at Magic Kingdom and Epcot to keep ourselves cool so that we're not walking around in the sun to get and beat on for like 20, 30, 45 minutes at a clip. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Very nice. And it, again, Epcot is really tough. So we try to hit up imp- Impressions de France, the Canada show, Awesome Planet over at Living with the Land, Reflections of China, the American Experience, the Pixar Film Festival. Hit up the shows. And especially in the World Showcase, we talked about this on Drinking Around the World. Don't try to drink around the world if you're not well hydrated. And please don't power through and get one alcohol poisoning, but then get heat stroke because you're not drinking enough water. You're just drinking alcohol. I've seen it time and time again. Please take breaks. Make sure that you're, you're being safe and you're being responsible. Mm -hmm. Animal kingdom is like the, uh, the second circle of, you know, where, because there (laughs) is no air conditioning in it. Linda will joke with me that she's like, I'm wrong, but I know I'm right. Dude. Animal kingdom is the hottest park. Oh, it's hot, yeah, and it's all the it's all the plants, all the flowers, it's everything. Trying to, it gives that you know because it's supposed to be jungle and it's supposed to be you know that kind of atmosphere, and those plants just keep that humidity Man. just at a at a fever pitch. There are some places you can cool off. Um, you can cool off in Dinosaur, Yak and Yeti. You know, I love Dinosaur. Yeah, Yak and Yeti. Yak and um, uh, I, it's you still- know. It's a bug. I, I was just getting ready to say Sarah Williams' favorite ride or attraction. Sarah and James love it. I'll tell you or what. Or maybe they don't. It's a, pretty, <laughs> it's a pretty rough attraction, so to speak, but the it gives good air conditioning and it's it low grade. So even standing in that room waiting to go in is pretty. It's pretty nice. Yeah, and it cool. It cools you off. Uh, finding the Nemo. Finding the Nemo. Finding Nemo, the musical, uh, is another great spot. And Festival of the Lion King. Animal Kingdom is very tough, guys, to get a cool down, uh, lots of water, and get online for and get on Kali River Rapids ASAP. And please, Disney, turn the jets back on Kali River Rapids. Yeah. Please. People need it. People they need to get soaked. They need to get soaked. Uh, and obviously, anytime you can get wet on the ride is good. Like Splash Mountain, Collie River Rapids, even Casey Jr. Splash Pad. Just right. get soaked. Don't even care. That was It'll always right. I, I would always like look at people in the summer months and they're on Splash Mountain with the ponchos on. It's like, no, it's summer. You're going to be dry in like 20 minutes. Right. Get exactly. Soaked. Get soaked. It's a water ride. Uh, over at... Uh, Hollywood Studios, again, there's not a tremendous amount of stuff. Uh, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, Frozen Musical, Indiana Jones with an asterisk. There's no AC in Indiana Jones, but you're out of the sun. But Hollywood Studios is another tough one because there's not a there's not a ton of places that you could go. Uh, the Launch Bay used to be a really great place to like just chill and get air conditioned for right. a while. What am I missing over there? 
Um, I feel like I'm gosh. missing something. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I mean, same kind of thing. Do the um, do the uh, the stores shop? Uh, Indiana Jones. Did you mention that Indiana yeah. Jones? It's not. You know, it's not air conditioning, but it is in the shade. Oh, Muppets, Muppets 3D. That's what Muppets, I was Muppets, yes. Thank Muppets, you. love that. I don't know. I'm sorry, Muppets. I'm sorry that I forgot you, Kermit. I love you. <laughs> uh, just do not do not do Toy Story Land in the middle of the day. It's hot. It's- I suggest Toy Story Land at night. Yes. Toy Story so- Land is brutal. Yeah, and it's wonderful at night. That I think it'll be... It'll be nice when Toy Story Land has the new restaurant, you know, the table yeah. service restaurant that will give, uh, you know, a place where people can duck in in there. I agree. All right, dude. So let's get into it. We're at about right. we're at about the halfway point. Um, let's get into our top five pools that we talked about this the other day. We This is what got the, the juices flowing for me mentally was we had the Facebook post. Where I said, hey, what's your favorite pool? And so many people were coming out with their favorite pool. And I said, man, what a great idea for a summer-based episode to talk about our favorite pools. So before we get into the specifics, does a pool weigh heavily for you when you're considering booking a resort? Or is it Um, it like cherry on top? Yeah, it's probably more the cherry. It really depends on the time of year you're going Um, and who's going with you you know, what your plans are, you know, uh, when my kids were little, it was definitely important and water slides were important for the kids. Um, as an adult, if it's just me and Lori, uh, it could, it could be important, but it could be different because it may not be water slides. It may be, uh, quiet or ambiance or, uh, the vibe or, you know, maybe the food and drink options next to the pool. So I think there's lots of things that kind of weigh into it. And to me, it's always about, even for the resorts, it's about time of year, season, and who's going. You know, it it, it can vary from See, time to time. Summer for us, the pool is such an important factor because the way that we vacation, I just alluded to it, mm-hmm. get to the parks real early. We bang out as much as we can before 10 or 11 o'clock. Usually at 11, we catch an early lunch reservation. We either do 11 or 1130. We're done with lunch by like 12, 1230. And then we're at the pool until four o'clock, five o'clock in the afternoon. So we spend a good three or four hours at the pool in the summer months. So that is very important for us. The other time of year when we go in February, no, the pool is not important because it's all of the, it's a crapshoot. You yeah. may not even get in the pool in February. You may get like we had some days that it was what 40, 40 something degrees. Yeah, but then we also had some days when it was, you know, close to 80. Because I mean you you had a couple days in the pool there in February. We had one day. Was it one good day? One good day. The other day yeah. was not good. <laughs> we were in the pool, but we were not enjoying the pool. It was very cold. The water when the water is a good 15 degrees higher than the air temperature. It's not good. It's not fun. Yeah. It just kills. It kills you. All right. So what is your, your personal most important element when you choose a pool at Disney? Um, is it the slide? Is it the, like, what is it? 
that's probably the vibe for me. Just the uh, the overall the atmosphere. Um, whether it's I, I I would say the vibe for me, the atmosphere, the, maybe the food. I agree. you know just to kind of being laid back and chill for me. It's gonna be more, awesome. All right, yeah. so this is going to be perfect. Yeah, because my top five is based just on that. Right on the vibe. Okay, is the vibe so? And I did my top five a little different. I tried to do some to give people some different options as well. So. Okay, so I'm going pure five to one. Okay, that's how that's how I'm going to run mine. You can, okay? You can go however you want. I love right. I love your strategy, probably more so for the listeners. Well, that's what I was thinking. I try to give them some options because you're going to give them some value and some moderate, and then some deluxe resort pool out. Yeah. And that's what I'll do. I'll start with the value and work my way up. Then. I'm going to be selfish and I'm just going to go with Mark's five. That's it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I got to just go with my, my top five. All right. So go ahead. You were fifth. You're number five. Uh, my number five would be at a value resort. Uh, if you're going to be at a value resort and the pool's important to you, uh, I, re- I recommend the big blue pool at AOA. The big blue pool at AOA, it's the largest pool in all of Walt Disney World. Um, when the kids are swimming, they can listen to music underwater. It's got a splash pad area. It's got all kinds of things. There's plenty of room because there's going to be plenty of people in the water. Um, we have swam in that pool with my kids. My son loved that pool. Um, so it's a it's a really good option. Let me join you in the conversation because this is, oddly enough, also my number five for best pool at Walt Disney World. It was the uh, first pool that we experienced as a family. We stayed at one of the Nemo suites, which was was right there. It's a gigantic pool. So even though you're staying at a budget resort and there's generally a lot of people at the resort itself – you never, I never felt like people were on top of you. The other thing that's really cool with this pool is underneath the water. They did. I don't know if you said this or not. I, I was, you had a lot of things you're saying they play music so yeah. that if you go underwater. You can actually hear music playing underwater, which is you a can really hear cool. under the sea. Yes, you can. As you're in the water. I, I remember, like I remember Barracuda. <laughs> Barracuda. I'm not kidding. I like it. I was like, well, it's better than the Jaws theme. Right? Yeah. Which is also appropriate. Also, yeah. You, you know, kids are playing that. that. They're like, I'm the shark. I'm the shark. I'm coming for you. It was funny because, you know, when your daughter comes up out of the water and she's singing, ah, na, na, na. <laughs> Barracuda, you're like, what are you doing? Barracuda. Then you go under the water, you're like, oh. I got it. But it's, I like it. Splash pad is right there, which is really fun. Um, they also have a really cool, as far as the vibe goes, they have a, po- a pool bar right there called the drop off. Right. And there's a, there is, it's not a swim up bar, but it's close enough that you don't have to run all that far from the pool to go get some drinks, bring them back poolside, sit in your chair and then enjoy, watch the kids swim and you can have a cocktail or have a soda and it's it's all right there, and you can really just enjoy yourself. Yeah, I like it. Hot I def- people like yeah. the cozy cone pool. Oh, I was going to say that. You know, and to be honest with you, I almost wanted to wrap that in. That's the same resort. 
It is. And if you're looking for this, so this will be like our five B. If you're if you're looking for uh, a pool at AOA that's maybe a little more quiet and off to the side, or if you're just staying at the cars suites, the Cozy Cone Pool is so cool. It is themed amazingly, and instead of uh, cabanas, they actually have cones around the pool that are in the shade where you can sit, you know, and be in those. Very, very neat. Very cool theming. Let's use this opportunity to give some love to the quiet pools everywhere. So For real. if you're on an adults only trip, if you want to not have the kids spoil, you know, like a romantic interlude or you just want to enjoy peace and quiet, almost every single one of these resorts has a B option and the B options are usually pretty fantastic. They uh, are. Port Orleans Riverside had a lot of great quiet pools where mm-hmm. they had the main pool. But if you didn't want to be in the hustle and bustle of that, you could go in a very quiet pool. They're almost like pools that are in people's backyards. They're just really nice and quiet and calm. Yeah. And you can just enjoy them and, and almost share them to like just three, four, five families at that at that one location. Good right. stuff. Yep. All right, man. So you're number four. We shared All five. Right. That's cool. Yeah. My number four, I'm going to go moderate. Again, trying to give you some different levels of pools. Uh, I'm going to go over to Caribbean Beach and the Fuentes del Moro pool in Caribbean Beach. It's uh, the pool there. It has uh, two water slides. It has uh, the <laughs> one of the great things about it. It has uh, the banana cabana pool bar is right there next to the pool, which has amazing food options and drinks. Also the uh, namesake drink. Yeah. The yeah. Drink. Very, very, very popular place to eat and drink right there at the Caribbean beach pool. Uh, there's water cannons where kids can shoot, you know, water at each other with the water cannons, two water slides. Uh, it's just a really fun pool. Uh, it's themed. Amazing. If you've ever, been to Caribbean beach or you've ever stayed there or even just had the opportunity to walk around and look at that pool. Uh, it's the theming is, is amazing. Nice. I don't hate it. Yeah. It's a good one. It's not on my top five, but I don't hate well, it. Well, you've not been there yet. So. I have not. So I'm going to stay at a moderate for nine, my number four. We had a chance to experience this in February. Speaking of the, the two pool days, you know where I'm going. Yeah. Yes, sir. At Coronado Springs at the Grand Destino Tower, but at the Coronado Springs Resort is the Lost City of Cibola Pool. It is a nice sized pool. You oh, have yeah. a temple, which has a cool water feature on it. Mm-hmm. Very cool water slide, the Jaguar water slide. The pool is very big in that, again, it doesn't feel crowded, but the pool bar is what really, you know me, again, I'm, I'm a big old foodie. That pool bar had some amazing frozen drinks, but they had a fried grouper fish taco that was to die for and really added to the overall vibe of the pool that I enjoyed the pool because I could sit, I could eat. I ate something that filled my stomach, but was so delicious, so tasty. When I wanted to have fun, I went and went down the slide. I chilled in the pool. You can take a lot of pictures. The pool is very Instagrammable. It is. You can do it for the gram at the pool. That's right. It's just a fun vibe. It's a really fun pool to be at. 
It's got a really cool feel for a moderate resort. And it's the probably, I dare I want to say, dude, I think it's the best moderate resort pool on property. Probably is. And, uh, and the other thing that a lot of people don't think about or talk about, and whether this is a plus or a minus, I guess, depends on the size of your party. It also has the largest um, hot tub of all the Disney resorts. It's a large hot tub. So if you had like a large group, I don't necessarily want to be sharing a hot tub with 15 I'm families. I'm not but, a fan of hot tubs, public hot but, tubs. It's yeah. in soup. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. But a lot of people like them, and it does have the largest one. I call it human soup. I, I divulged <laughs> my... Ratatouille? Yeah, I divulged <laughs> my not love, we'll just call it, of buffets. This would be right along that very same vein, that very same line of... Just not enjoying the shared human soup experience of it. I know it's chlorinated. I know that the water is treated and whatnot, but just the thought of it, of people in the pool boiling, and it it just kind of grosses me out a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. That's but, a real hot tip. Yeah. <laughs> my, OC, my OCD and anxiety is showing. <laughs> I'm sorry. All That's right. All right. Number three. All right. So three, two, and one. I'm going to stay in the uh, in the deluxe resorts. And depending on the day, I think you could these could be switched at any point. Three, two, or one, probably. I'll I know that this one's got to be on your on your list because of some of the things you said earlier. But I'm going to go ahead and number three. I'll do the uh, the Copper Creek Springs pool at wilderness lodge it is amazing uh and it's amazing for lots of reasons we uh, share our number three too it's your number three as well there you go you're our number three it's it is uh just a wonderful pool it has water slide it, it is the views are great uh the ambiance is great it's and the best co- looking pool oh and of course it's right next to geyser point which is one of your favorite little stops as well. It is. So the ambiance of the Copper Creek pool is the best. I will say that the way it looks, the way it presents itself, that as you're looking over the pool, you have the mountain, which the car, the the mountain has the water slide, which is carved into it. But as you look past that, you can see the lodge itself. And then you can see Copper Creek, Mm -hmm. which runs into the pool. Which is yeah. one of the coolest features of That's any very neat. having the creek run into it has led to some really fun times for my daughter that we've played mermaid in that section of the pool. And there's a lot of people because that's the deep end. Uh-huh. They don't stay in that part of the pool. So that always felt like a little private area for our family that my daughter will play mermaids in that part of the pool. And there's a picture of her laying on the shelf by the creek. Yeah. Kind of like laid out. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, the one complaint and the reason I, I have it at three, but I cannot have it higher is uh, there's really no bar or food option in close proximity. The entrances and exits to the pool and the traffic flow are not ideal in that it's not like some of these other pools that, you know, the last pool that I just said where the bar is an easy get to get right. that. Same thing with AOA to get to that bar. It's right next door. Mm -hmm. Geyser point. You do have to walk 
maybe about a hundred feet, maybe 150 feet to just get to geyser point. And that's not a pool bar. That's a, a bar. And then you have the quick service location. There really is not an outdoor drinking option at either one at the Boulder Ridge pool or at the Copper Creek to improve that pool. If they put a bar experience right there, mm-hmm. number one, man. Yeah. Number one. I could see that. That would be nice. And and the thing is they could do it. There's room to do it. Yeah. Even if they did a, just a small, you know, wouldn't have to be huge. Could just be like a walk up bar almost. I always felt like the splash pad there was a bit excessive and took it like the element of the wilderness. The splash pad took me out of that. That would be an ideal location for a bar. Mm-hmm. I get it. There's a lot of families with the younger kids who really love the splash pad and it's a really nice feature for them. But for those of us, we'd really like to have that. Uh, we'd like to have that bar right there. Please, please. And thank you. But yeah. that part, we share our number three. Yeah. Right. So we've shared, we've shared more than, than we thought we were going we to. Have, dude, you have amazing taste. Man. There, there it is. You just have great taste. <laughs> and, and you do as well. It is what it is. I can't help it that we're just perfect. <laughs> As people are screaming, I can't believe you forgot this pool. Linda, uh, this is, yeah, but this is why it's so hard for me <laughs> to live with either one of us. Right. <laughs> All right. Number two. For All you. right. My number two pool. And you, you're going to get to experience this one coming up in August. The lava pool at the Polynesian Resort. It is wonderful. It was really feel like it was fair to pick this one. It was I enjoyed it. It was it was actually redone in 2015. I have not been there since 2015 to stay. I have seen it. I have seen all the the things that they added, but the zero entry at the lava pool. Uh, there's a water slide, 142 foot water slide. There's a hot tub. I know you don't care about the hot tub. Uh, there's a the it's the Kiki's Tiki Splash Pool is right there. Um, which is a big, big hit with the kids. It, it's just a very, very nice location. It does have a pool bar. It also is lends itself to a very quick walk to Pineapple Lanai where you can get a Dole Whip and go back to the pool area. Dude, all of those things that you've just said, yes, yes, and yes. I did not feel it was fair <laughs> to put that on the list. So in in fairness to the listeners, I didn't have it in consideration. I didn't feel it fair to put one of my top personal favorites on there. If I haven't personally experienced it, you have, I have, so it might make its way on to an amended list in, in August. But for now I had to leave it off. I understand that. My number two is going to be controversial. Okay. It's going to shock a lot of people that they're going to scream at their receivers right now saying he's wrong that is number one but number two for me is storm along bay and i'm guessing that that's probably your number one it is so we can roll my number two to talk about your number one that is my number one so we are good so i like storm along bay it is the first pool that i experienced at disney as a teenager we did not have a lot of money growing up I said this in our episode where we talked about Disney dads. I love my father in that we growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. My father worked very hard to just be able to afford any kind of Disney vacation. Yeah. We never had enough money to stay on property. That was 
unattainable for us growing up. So we always stayed at a day's in, in Kissimmee. We commuted. My parents did those timeshare presentations just to get Disney tickets to get us to Disney. The very first time that I stayed on property, I was a teenager and we stayed at the beach club. That was the trip. Like that was amazing. That was the red carpet trip for us. And I will never forget loving storm along Bay and the sand bottom pool. I thought that was the coolest thing I had ever experienced was I'm not an ocean person. I love the sand, but the, I've said this on the other podcast, the thought of wildlife swimming all around me again, gives me the heebie jeebies. And uh, we, we go to Wildwood all the time. My brother-in-law one time is getting me. We're out on the sandbar in, in Wildwood crest, man. I'm, I'm not kidding. We're about a hundred yards out and we're still only about up to our waist. And he's like, see, see, we're fine. We're standing. We're like, you're fine out here. And then he screams, ow, he pulled up his foot and a crab was hanging on to his big toe. And I started, no, (laughs) I told him, I'm like, see, that is why I don't like the ocean. Right. I don't need, I don't need none of that. Cause I'd be the guy that would fall over, grab my foot, get, pulled in the undertow because I had a crap <laughs> on my foot and I'll die. So the fact that there was the sand on the bottom of the pool and it was emulating the ocean, but it was chlorinated. It was clean. There yeah. were no things trying to bite and or kill me. I was all about that pool and the lazy river too. One of the many features. Yeah. There's a lazy river. There is a bar, a cabana bar right in between the beach and yacht club. That's right there. Uh, you have a slide, which you have to leave the pool area and go around, but the slide is epic. Mm-hmm. Right? You go on that pirate ship. You go over where people are walking underneath you Yeah, in the, in the area, in the resort area. You sail over their heads to go down and plunge into the pool. Beaches and cream is right next door. If you want to grab an ice cream, yeah, it's right there or a burger. Plus there's a full service pool bar and, and and whatnot the reason and i am sure you're like mark what is i know what's number one yeah you're like well you know what's my number one but you're probably saying to yourself all of these things are just like yes 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 how is this not your number one there's two things that sort of hold it back when compared with my number one the first one is storm along bay is perennially very very crowded mm-hmm because many people see it as their number one, and in many circles, it is the number one pool. Mm-hmm. Everyone goes. Everyone, everyone used to go. They now have to give out wristbands because the pool got so crowded that everyone was going to the pool, and it was way too packed to be enjoyable. From that aspect alone, it's tough when you're swimming with that many people in a pool and you feel like you don't again to the idea yeah. of personal space. There's not a whole heck of a lot of personal space as big as the pool is. There's always someone splashing or jumping on top of you and right. it can get very crowded. Or if you're on the lazy river and it's like a traffic jam. Yes. That's not a good thing. So from that aspect, <laughs> that's one thing that prevents it from being number one. The other thing is kind of a safety thing for us. Uh, We are a bit, again, to throw us under the bus, we are a bit of helicopter parents, both Linda and I. We've always been. I don't apologize for that. Um, She is my sun, my moon, and my stars, so I take care of her. 
and she's also seven and eight years old, I would never say to her, hey, go run across there and get on that slide. We have to get out the pool. We have to walk with her. It's not like some of the other pools that you can watch them walk up the steps right. in a closed environment. The pool and the slide are not connected so that every time she went down, we had to go down. And it's far to get to yeah. that slide. It's not like a quick hop, skip, and a jump away. It's it's a pretty considerable walk, comparatively speaking, to, to some of the other areas in the pool. So that slide kind of comes off the table quickly for us. We do it once or twice, but you just, you're like, mm, I, I, I can't do that. I can't keep going on that thing five, six, seven times. Like, nope, that's, that's just not going to happen. Right. I'm getting old, man. <laughs> getting twice old. is enough. That's two it. times and that's it. So those two aspects make this one a number two for me. Mind you, this pool as my number two needs to be experienced. Oh yeah, absolutely. Needs to be experienced. Did I forget anything about storm along Bay? I no, mean, it, it's wonderful. You know, it, it, it is large. It's spread out, but you're, you're right. You know, there's a, there's so many people. It, it can be, that can certainly be a detractor for sure. Well, the other people who go for a pool stay, Sometimes yeah. people go to the beach slash yacht club just for the pool aspect of it. So then there's the fight for resources of chairs, cabanas. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were going to do upscale experiences this week. One of the upscale experiences that you should consider is renting a cabana at that pool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it is worth it. It's worth yeah. it. Um, you know, since we were talking about it too, another thing that makes this a, a really good option for a lot of people is what we were talking about in the beginning of the show. You go to the parks in the morning, you come back and you spend your afternoon at the pool, and then you go back at night. Well, the location of the beach and yacht club being so close to Epcot or even just getting on the Skyliner mm -hmm. makes it a really good option to stay the pool and to stay cool by going in the morning and at night to the parks. Yeah. And again, it's all about planning. So, you know, if, if you spend your morning, maybe you're a park hopper, like Mark and I are, uh, you spent your morning at magic kingdom. You come, you came back and you went to the, the pool at yacht club or beach club. And then at night you decided to go to Epcot and have dinner and stay in Epcot. You're right there. And it makes for, it just makes for a nice day if you plan it correctly. So before I get to my number one, let's just take a moment of silence for the clown pool and that say is, that is gone. Clown pool would never make anyone's top five because it was the freakiest thing in the history of pools that if you don't know what we're talking about, go and Google it, type in clown pool, Disney's boardwalk resort. And you will wonder why and who ever <laughs> thought of putting that pool or that pool element to that place. And they should have they should have been scolded immediately and removed from that position because that thing gave people nightmares. The exit of the slide was the mouth of a clown. And it was not like a cool looking clown. It was a creepy clown, like killer clowns from outer space. clown, <laughs> Right. So rest in peace. See ya. No one's going to miss you. 
killer clown pool. Thank goodness they replaced it with a different element. So no one will ever have to be terrified at the boardwalk result again or resort again. We did stay there when it was still the creepy clown pool. We have not stayed since it's been renovated. Right. Um, that's a cool pool area too. It is very cool. But the that's clown um, dude ruined. Pool. Yeah. And I, and I like, you know, I mean, I'm from a beachy area. Yes. So the boardwalk is a very, um, it's a familiar vibe to me. So I actually really like that pool, but I, I'm with you. If the clown was unnecessary, I, I guess I get where they were going because it's supposed to be carnival esque, yeah. you know, boardwalk, but creepy. that clown was creepy. Creepy. There's no creepy. doubt. And a lot of people don't like clowns to start with. I, not a fan. Not a fan. Like, they don't scare me. Some people get legitimately scared of them. Right. Like, not a fan of clowns. I can do without them. Yeah. The bar there is in a perfect location so that the vibe at that pool could be really cool. But the clown, I'm not kidding. The clown killed the vibe yeah. of that pool. Killed yeah, it. It's, it's, and, and, uh, you know, just before you give your number one, which I know what it is, but I, I at least I feel like I do. Um, there's other great pools out there and I'll just name a couple that that are great pools that you guys need to check out. Honorable mention. I like honorable that. mentions. Um the the pool with the Riviera is beautiful. They have a quiet pool as well. Um I'm gonna give one that most people probably I have not stayed at this resort. I have my wife and daughter have, uh, but they loved the pool. I know what you're going to say. Was the dolphin and the swan pool. Oh, I thought you were just going to say Animal Kingdom. I'm wrong. No, no the, I've... the dolphin and the swan pool, my wife and daughter said it was wonderful. And it has a huge waterfall that flows into the pool. And Lori says you can swim under it. And it's the sound and the look and the feel. She just, you know, and maybe it was just the day for them, but they had the best day there. So because of that, I did want to mention that I do have on my list. Is it uh, Uzma Springs Pool at Animal Kingdom? Animal Kingdom Pool, zero entry. It's Yeah, I've never been to the pool, but I've seen it and oh, it gets nice. great reviews. We have. It It was honorable mention for me, too. It was a tough. That was a tough call. I it was between that and the big blue pool for me for number five. For number five. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great pool. And then uh, I won't mention the one because I feel unless you end up surprising me with your number one pool and then I'll mention it. All right. So let's not beat around the bush anymore. Let's just get to it. Dun, 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 dun. Grand Floridian Resort. What they call it. So there's there's two pools at the Grand Floridian Resort. So the pool that I'm talking about is called the Beach Pool. The Beach Pool. It That's is correct. phenomenal. It has a. 20 foot rock face wall with a waterfall or water element coming down it at the top of that pool is one of the, my favorite slides. That slide is very close to the seven cities of Cibola pool. Those are my two favorite water slides on property. Really cool water slide. We have a video of it coming down on our, uh, TikTok that mm-hmm. we put down on TikTok, and we recorded that on the GoPro hero seven, the pool bar is located right there so that if you desire, you can walk right up to it and get drinks. And it's right at the pool. When I say it's 10 feet from the poolside, it's literally 10 feet from the zero entry portion of the pool. There's a zero entry. Uh, there's really nice trees and shade 
around the pool itself. And then the best part of it is you get grand Floridian style treatment and they mm-hmm. have a waiter that comes around. Uh, the food options are amazing. They have a lobster slider. They have a jerk chicken salad, which again is pretty, pretty amazing for me again to talk about a salad, but they have a uh, amazing burger. The frozen drinks there are top notch and they just keep on coming. You just say Open the tab, <laughs> and they just keep on bringing them. Uh, much like the beach club, of course, in true Grand Floridian style and upscale style. If you would like to rent a cabana, they have cabanas with LED, LCD TVs that are in them. And they have bottle service and they have all kinds of stuff that go to them. There is a Mad Hatter splash pad that is located in Alice in Wonderland splash pad that is located right next door. Uh, the one annoying element of the splash pad is you know, like there's the uh, the hat or the the giant jug that spills over on the kids. Right. There's a bell that rings right before it's about to go off. So every <laughs> minute, minute and a half year, ding, 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 ding. I wish they could find a different way because it does disrupt the peace of the day. Right. But you almost get used to it. Um and there's the ducks. The ducks at the Grand Floridian Pool are a lot of fun. I wondered if you were going to talk about that because they are also part of your TikTok. They really are. <laughs> so we have the ducks of the Grand Floridian Pool, and then we have the blackbird that picked at this woman's food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the vibe there, the, the reason that that is set apart for me is I never felt crowded in that pool. Um. It's a very upscale experience, much mm-hmm. like Stormalong Bay. Yeah. They know what they're the amenities that you get at Stormalong Bay are very similar there, minus the crowds and the fact that it's all enclosed and we can watch Bella go on the slide. There is a quiet pool which is also has a bar right next to it. So both pools there have a poolside bar. And you know, Disney understands the clientele that are there. They take very mm-hmm care of the clientele there at the Grand Floridian. So they really make it a very upscale, laid back, chill vibe. Whereas the beach club can be very manic and frantic at times because mm-hmm. just a bajillion people. So I, well, I, feel, like, I feel like uh, Brody is going to be calling people out of the pool at any minute, screaming shark over at the beach club. Right. <laughs> friends getting out of the water. That's how many people were. It's like 4th of July amnity. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and and I think it's the um, it's the experience of that Grand Floridian pool, the beach pool, is su- such a and not only that, but you're just a stone's throw from the Seven Seas Lagoon. You know, really, you know, you're right there. But it's it's just it's wonderful, and it wasn't on my top five list for obvious reasons. I knew that it was going to be on yours, and like I said, I wanted to try to space out and give you. Give our listeners some from other, other part or other resorts, but uh, thought, it's a it's a wonderful wonderful pool. Never in a million years did I think that Stormalong Bay would ever be just shaken from the number one spot, D- despite the fact that it's crowded and you have to have wristbands on it because it gets so packed and you have to fight for uh, amenities there. It's still the the go-to pool and it's just a really great memory for me because again it was the first pool that we experienced on property but having experienced now twice this year that grand floridian pool 
It's a hot take, but I'm telling you, I, it's an amazing pool. I am really excited for that lava pool this summer. Yeah, I think you're really going to like that as well. And I'm kind of looking at you, lava pool. Like I, I expectations are high. I'm looking at you to crack that top five for me. Yeah, I think I, it will. I think it'll it'll crack the top five for you. Got to do it. So I like this. This was a lot of fun. I would like to do on a separate note, kind of in the keeping of summer and and alternative things to do. Dwayne, I would really like to get at some point in the next few weeks an episode together on the water parks on Blizzard Beach and on Typhoon Lagoon. Yes. I have been to both. I haven't been to Blizzard Beach in quite some time. Yeah. I, I have been to Typhoon Lagoon back when it was old Typhoon Lagoon and you were swimming with sharks, but I've also been since. Yeah, it's been a while since I've been to either. Um and I think I've only been to Blizzard Beach once for like one day. And but I've been to Typhoon Lagoon several times. Yeah. And spo- spoiler alert, that's the one I prefer. But uh, we'll definitely have some things to talk about there. Everybody's got their favorite when it comes to those two water parks. I happen to prefer Typhoon Lagoon as well. Again, that was that that was the same trip, by the way. The shark the shark attack trip. Yeah, was that same trip that we went where Linda tried to kill me and <laughs> grabbed your leg as the shark went underneath Yeah, that. We told that story. Uh, what was it? Three weeks ago with Kirk from Walrus Carp. Yeah. So we we're talking about experiences now at Disney that are defunct. You at one point could swim with the, the sharks, but good stuff, man. I enjoyed this. Thank you for hanging out with me tonight. Always. This is always a good time. And uh, I'm excited about the summer. I'm really psyched. I can't wait for your trip. I can't wait for mine. We got to coordinate so that the two of us can share some time together down in Orlando. Yes, sir. And uh, lots of good stuff happening this summer. Thank you to everyone who's continued to tune in. And just thank you to everyone who's given us feedback, either Dwayne or myself, to say what you love about the show or a specific episode or just like words of encouragement. It really means a lot. Uh, You can reach out to us on the website www.thisdislifepodcast.com there's a message feature there and you can email the show or you can find us on our Facebook group groups backslash this dis life on Facebook uh, over on Instagram at this dis life podcast or at this dis dad for Dwayne on on Instagram and also over on TikTok when we're doing like the nonsensical stuff I've taken (laughs) a bit of a pause these last two weeks because I've had uh, I've had a bit of a brain fart over on TikTok. I just don't know what to do anymore. I, <laughs> well, you've trend, also been pretty busy with work. Yes. So. The trends. I'm not a trend guy, so to speak. You like I to try, buck the trend a bit. I do like to buck the trend. Um, but some of these trends, man, I just, again, have this feeling that 20 years from now, I will look back on them and go, what was I doing? <laughs> You're like, look at me acting the fool for likes. I mean, seriously, I, I got to look myself in the mirror someday. I got to look myself in the mirror. I mean, they're funny now. True. They are funny. But will you still feel that way when you're 65 and you look back on what you were doing as a 40-year-old for social media fame? Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it, dude. Thank you for hanging out with me, Dwayne. This is awesome. Uh, I will see you very soon. You have a very real birthday coming I up. I do. I do. So you will have celebrated that birthday, I think, two days before we release this episode. So happy birthday. Thank you very much. You, because your birthday will, it's kind of weird. Like, we'll go back to the future. 
with that. Yep. So happy birthday to you. Awesome. Yep. I, I'm not going to ask you how old you are. Let's just say you're 33. Yeah. 33, man. I'll, I'll, I'll spill the beans. I'm the same age as Disney is just a few months older. Congrats. It's there you go. Are you, are you going to have a special fireworks show to celebrate as well? We, we, we may, we you might. never know. We might. Well, listen, I, Pennsylvania, fun fact about Pennsylvania, much like South Carolina, you can come and get any kind of pyrotechnic over here in this state. Yeah. Like, come on, come on down. We have people who descend upon Pennsylvania this time of year, 4th of July. Right. People from all over the, the country come and they're like, yo, we got to get to PA. They'll sell us anything. If it, if it explodes, Bottle rockets. Yeah. If it explodes, M80s. Pennsylvania sells it. <laughs> and the, and the other fun fact is people from out of state can buy them with a, with an out of state license. We have a special section of the shop. PA residents can't buy those really heavy duty pyrotechnics out of staters can buy them, but it's illegal to nine times out of 10. It's legal to fire them off in those other States. I'm like, that makes no sense. The law makes no sense. Right. And now we're on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> the Patreons will love it. The Patreons will love it. Dude, thank you for hanging out with me. We love this show. I love you. This is a I great, love you too. It's always it's a so great awesome. time. Yeah. I was exhausted today. This uh, energized me and it got me, got me really having a good time because whenever we can talk about Disney, man, it's always, it's always a good day. It is. It's wonderful. And to the rest of you, thanks for joining this Diz Life. Have a wonderful week ahead. And I hope that the rest of your week is filled with faith, trust, and pixie dust. We'll see you real soon. This Diz Life podcast is brought to you by the Happiness is Addictive Collection. Happiness is Addictive is passionate about spreading laughter and creating smiles worldwide. They love bringing their global community together through optimism, cheer, hopefulness, merriment, and celebrating life's magical moments. They know how important it is to celebrate life's adventures, and their apparel will give you everlasting, one-of-a-kind memories through pixie-dusted family photos, compliments from park guests, and magical moments with cast members. They pride themselves on high-quality, custom-made apparel at competitive prices with world-class service. Let them help you create a lifetime of memories, whether you're Disney bounding, kicking at poolside, participating in run Disney marathons, having costumed adventures, or just living your best Disney life. You can find their Happiness is Addictive shop on Etsy. You can also find them on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Pinterest. They are proud to be featured in Indie Central Florida, the Thoughtful Gift Club, and now here on Diz Life Podcast. Their collection was founded by a 15-year former cast member who knows how to enhance your magical moments for a lifetime of memories with your family. Don't forget to use promo code DISLIFE15 to take an extra 15% off. What are you waiting for? Head over to Etsy and start getting happy today. Follow the link in our show notes and you'll find out for yourself that happiness is addictive.